All right, welcome to episode nine of Nomad Inc. Thank you so much for joining us. This is a podcast um, really for a, a broad range of subjects, but uh, this is about um, storytelling at the heart and center of it. And so uh, we also celebrate um, music like bluegrass and jazz and the occasional drink every now and then, which we are drinking right now. So we are coming live from Casa Fagan in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, my name is Josh Fagan, and I'm joined by my wife, Whitney. Hello. And we have two special guests today. We have my brother-in-law, Reeve. Hey, guys. And my sister-in-law, Ricky. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, this is half my audience on the podcast. So thanks for listening, Mom. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have to so, have your mom on the podcast. No, we've got, we've got to have, yeah. have my mom on the podcast. <laughs> so um, just to stay true to, uh, to what we're doing, we are, well, Reeve and I, we are casually sipping some bourbon tonight. So what are you drinking, Reeve? That we are. I think I've got, what do I have here? Is this the double oak? Is that the Weller? Oh, it's the Weller. The Weller. Yeah, it is the Weller. It's yep, excellent. So, Never had this before. It's so good. I love the Weller. So that is the green label uh, Weller. So Weller is basically, now the purists are going to hate this because it's, it's true, but it's a little exaggerated. So the Weller is actually Pappy Van Winkle. So the same, so Are they're just, the, yeah, they're just this, the rejects. This is sacrilegious yeah. of you to say this. To it is true. <laughs> you it didn't is. pay thousands yeah. of dollars for the bottle. No, that's, that's very true. I just, uh. Um, it can't be that much worse though. I'll go out and say it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I just reason with it that it, they're called rejects because. I don't know what that's like. What are you drinking? I am drinking bullets. So after uh, we went to the uh, the bourbon bar downtown. Uh, yes. And so I'm sampling all of these things that I, you just can't find anywhere. And then I realized I really like the bullet. Uh, the the cheapest thing on the menu. The tenure? The tenure, yeah. This isn't tenure. Yeah, Ever. it was so good. So good. Okay, so we're going to start out. So we... Um, I am not a huge movie buff by any means, um, but I certainly respect uh, the movie world. Um, so we're going to start out with some music or music movie trivia. Oh, yeah, nice. we did music trivia last no, time. You can't look at this. I, I don't want to answer. Let them answer. No, there again. No, you're a part of this. You're a part of this <laughs> now. Team. Yeah, we're all a team. We're okay. all one happy okay. team. We'll there you help go. Each other. There you go. All right. There we go. <laughs> okay. So. There's 15 questions with five bonus questions. So I'm not going to lie to you. I made this during quarantine uh, like a year ago because it's been a year of coronavirus. You made this quiz list? It's been a year. Yeah. That's crazy. It has been a year. Yeah. No joke. Today, I'm at this um, this nursing home here in Cincinnati and because uh, I got called. I was coming back from Columbus today and I um, had to go to this, this. I won't say the name of it. Um, but I was sitting in there and I was talking to the nurse and I said, I haven't been in here in a year. And I was literally in the parking lot of this nursing home I went to a year ago when I got the email that said, wherever you're at, go home. Shut up. Yeah. That's crazy. It's wild. Oh my gosh. So wild. So we've been in it for a year. Wait, you mean when COVID first really depressing. reared its ugly head? Yeah. When we, the, probably when like the, yeah, stay mm-hmm. I honestly don't started. remember like the start of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, do. I just yeah. feel like it's all blurred together. Yeah. I what, can what's, see your, that. what's your recol- what's your fond COVID starting memory? Oh my fond COVID starting memory. Uh, I don't know. I 
I think, oh yeah, I remember I was at work and my boss, Stacy, was like, you know this virus is like insane, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard like, it wasn't even that big of a deal, I feel like, at the time or something. And she's like, well, I'm canceling all appointments tomorrow and we're just going to like figure out what's what's next. And I was like, holy crap, like this is actually happening. Yeah. And then I never went back to work after that. Oh my wow. gosh. I know. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I know. I remember all these HR like roundtables that I was a part of. They were like, people are shutting offices down. And I remember talking to our partner group going, what are we going to do? And they're like, we're shutting down our office on Friday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, this is happening. So, so weird. Yeah. I remember we were, uh, we're actually just, we were doing a deal at work for this Chinese client. And this is how I pegged this. This deal actually just closed recently, so that's good news. But long story short, it was obviously very affected by COVID. And they, I remember because it was the Chinese New Year was happening, oh, yeah. like, right when mm-hmm. COVID was, wow. like, kicking off in, in earnest. But it hadn't, like, really sprung in the States yet. Uh-huh. But, like, obviously it was a big thing, like, overseas at that point. And they, this client invited us all to, like, their uh, warehouse party for their Chinese New Year. Because oh, it's, like, gosh. a, you know, it's a very big oh, celebration yeah. for them. And I remember, like, my boss and a couple other people at the, at the company were like, yeah, let's, like, let's go to this Chinese New Year party because it's going to be, like, a blast. And it's, you know, it's going to be hilarious to, like go party um with with our clients at this big warehouse and it was like but literally that night i remember it's like all these mandates came in oh. about like you know covid restrictions and social distancing and shutting down the office and everything yeah. so it's like kind of ruined a potentially fun chinese <laughs> new year party it's like a God. no that's an experience i probably would have you know enjoyed but wait you didn't end up going no I can't remember. oh no, yeah i got i, I remember because it got like canceled literally like Probably a couple hours you before. You probably would have gotten COVID then. I know. Maybe it's yeah. a yeah, blessing in disguise. Oh for sure. For sure. That's crazy. And you worked from home, didn't you? Yeah. Oh gosh, like, it was horrible. Well, it seems like it was probably... It seemed like it was... It was so long. Like and years. We lived in our apartment. It was like... Oh, right. One bedroom. Well, I guess it was two, but... That was tough. And that was so hard because he was working from home, obviously, and I didn't, like, do anything. I was going insane. I could only go into my living room, <laughs> walk two feet in the kitchen, and that was my life. Oh, <laughs> it was no. horrible. Oh, and then we decided to buy a house because we no, were... I but bet. first, you turned our living room into a yoga studio. That's true. I did. I moved all the furniture, created a zen moment. It was very nice, actually. That's wonderful. Yeah. I kind of do miss that small space. It was nice. I remember journaling right by the door. Right it was really actually very soothing. But it's funny, like, in the moment, you're like, oh my gosh, I really have got to, like get out of this yeah. but now looking back you're like oh it's kind of nice well i've heard that's the thing like people having these it's hard to like enjoy fond it. like almost nostalgia like feelings at like the beginning of like lockdown period yeah. even though it's like been this terrible yeah. thing it's like so, affecting so many people yeah. it's almost like people have this nostalgia towards yeah. like the yeah it was such a unique like human experience that mm-hmm. we yeah. probably won't get for another 50 years Good. to a century you know that. for a long long time and it's like yeah. this, I know. I don't know. It's like we're all part of the same human experience. I know. Never well, could like wrap around slow it. Down. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know. People yeah. got to spend time with their yeah. family and kids. I mean, we started yeah. ordering Hello Fresh boxes and we mm-hmm. were making dinners with each other Aww, and like sitting yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, it was really fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, we saved so much money, and I lost a few pounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gained. You're probably, you're probably like money. one of eight people. I know. I was gonna say, we, we ate so healthy. <laughs> we ate really healthy, and I still gained weight. It's like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's those two steps I took a day. It like, didn't help me. Ricky's like marching. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean. We did. We would do that. We would do like uh, <laughs> jumping jacks and like random things in the... And, I, and then, like, you know, you have neighbors below you and stuff. And like, can we really <laughs> yeah, be, like, doing so jumping jacks, like, <laughs> at 9 p.m.? Cool. Do you think we'll have the same nostalgia for, like, masks? Like, wearing no. masks? Oh. No. <laughs> people are going to have mask burning parties, I bet. I know. See, I don't know. I feel like there are people that like to wear masks. I agree. That, I totally yeah. agree with you. Honestly, I think in the healthcare profession, wearing a mask every winter is the best thing you can do for yourself. What? We we Just hear all the time. Flu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. I can't tell you how many times I've heard many times I've heard that in the past oh, really? couple of months. Oh, is that I haven't been sick this year? Yes, isn't yeah. that bizarre? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Other than like allergies, which yeah. you thought were COVID, but they weren't. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's funny. I don't know. I feel like it. It is weird though if you go somewhere where like the expectation is to not wear a mask. You know, have you been to like any places where like I went to this meeting the other day and it was like they didn't wear masks in there and I was like oh mm-hmm. it's like a weird thing to wear a mask and yeah I don't know it gave me this like sense of comfort when I was going in somewhere with people that mm-hmm. I didn't really know to like have the expectation be yes. like have a mask on everyone yes. has their mask on it's like oh we're all being safe and responsible and then like when that's no longer the standard I know like yeah. you don't know who's been vaccinated yes. you don't know yes. what the situation is like this is yeah kind of yeah. weird like I kind of want our masks back because yeah. I'm not yeah. sure like where we stay sure. in terms I know. of like you know, know. safety yet yeah. well so. yeah when I went to Texas <laughs> nobody wore masks wow it was crazy everybody was like hugging each other and it was just oh like gosh. weird you it's know it's like it was <laughs> yeah. nice to see like human expression again you know right. but like yeah. it's it was so it felt so like i had so much anxiety about it i'm like oh no oh. this is like what life is supposed to be and like i yeah. feel nervous about it yeah, that makes me yeah. Sad. well yeah because yeah there's a dichotomy of that where you know you know, we want to embrace each other. We want to shake hands. We want right. to, you know, hug each other. Um, we want to show facial expressions. Like when I see a patient, I'm like, hey, yes. you, can't, you can't tell Smile them. Smile with your eyes. biggest thing. Yes, yeah. I agree. But then on the other side of it, it's, hey, when I wear a mask, I'm doing it because I, I, I mean, I don't want to wear a mask, but I'm doing it because I don't want to spread it to people. Yeah. So like, it's like a selfless thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's so interesting the people who like choose that, they don't want to wear a mask and it's like okay like i I understand that it is your freedom but at the same time we're like we're in this thing together so Mm -hmm. but i mean i get i get it it's your choice too so yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think it's like the neighborly thing to do you know it's like you don't have to mow your lawn you know it's totally your choice but like Mm -hmm. i mean it's a nice thing to do so your neighbors don't have to look at like a screwed up lawn i mean is it the end of the world if you don't probably not but mm-hmm. it's just a neighborly nice thing to do I and mean, we're yeah. the freest country on earth if you just wear a cloth over your mask and that's, <laughs> yeah. it. that's it yeah well it's yeah. interesting because yeah. like I, I saw like twitter polls and stuff because texas just like yeah, dropped the mandate yeah. like of wearing masks mm-hmm. you know so i saw these like polls everywhere that was like is it a good idea because freedom or is it a bad idea because science or like mm-hmm. you know just i don't care yeah and it was like largely i mean all the ones i saw were like largely in favor of like this is a bad idea because science so it, i mean obviously yeah. the twitter universe is mm. different than like the general population as sure. we've seen time and time again but i don't know it's interesting that like people are it seems like a lot of people are aware that 
it's probably the safer thing to do, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's five states now, so oh, really? they're all in the mm-hmm. south, though. I like know. Yeah. Alabama, Mississippi, Texas. Um, wow. Crap, I forget the other few right now. But, yeah, so, I mean, I think that it's kind of people mm-hmm. just following suit now and... You know, I think yeah. one of the, I think when Texas released and said, hey, we're not going to do this anymore, they pretty much said, like, hey, our people know, yeah. like, what they need to do to be mm-hmm. safe, they can so make we're the not going to yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to make Adults. a mandate anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, some, like, restaurants and businesses mm-hmm. have still, like, kept the mandate for their personal business and all that, so it's like, I mean, I don't know how much it really changed yet, but I think that's a fair enough I don't know. It can be so polarizing because people are just like, oh, these like idiots just dropped the mandate when, you know, there's new variations of the virus coming out and all this, and this is like the riskiest time. But it's like, I mean, the businesses that are opening can still choose whether or not they want to yeah. lift the mandate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can still have, have it be a requirement to enter your restaurant that you have to have a mask on or something like that. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I can see both sides of it. It's yeah. a weird... Well, weird be- thing, but... between COVID and the election, I mm. feel like there's this heightened sense of um just sensitivity in our culture where it's like things will be canceled so quickly oh my yeah. God. so offended easily sure sure well, you're you're new to twitter i'm very just wait until twitter. you have some more experience there and see how quickly <laughs> things get canceled it's okay i've got six followers on twitter <laughs> I, I mean it that's i don't know you gotta start somewhere <laughs> <laughs> just oh, don't open the uh trending page or whatever and you'll see that Mr. Potato Head gets cancelled and all that fun oh, stuff. No. You know, there's there's a new thing every week. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. part of me part of me is like so I have like this Gemini personality where I have like these like these these people in my head that are like completely on opposite sides. So part of me is like, yeah, like cancel Mr. Potato Head. What a dick. You know? It's like, come on, like, like so he can be whatever he wants to be. And then the other part of me is like, that's really stupid. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think it's like well, I think it's a healthy way to view the world where you're like, if you can't see the if you can't argue the other side's point and see their point of view, like you're gonna be yeah. closed minded. Yeah. You're that's not gonna be able to if you like I don't know. You should I feel like everyone should be forced at one point in their life to like argue for the opposite of what yeah. they truly believe in so they yeah. know they're forced to put themselves in the shoes of the mm-hmm. other people so they can like because a lot of times people are you know racist or whatever because they've never actually like thought about what it's like to be in the other person's sure. shoes and yeah. argue from that side and sure. if you do i don't know mm-hmm. i feel like you can open your eyes a little bit so yeah yeah and that that's where a story comes into play so much because you know, and, you know, you start getting, like, music, you know, and, you, like, the Louis Armstrongs of the world that transformed music for uh, a whole new genre, created a whole new genre. And, you know, and you have people listening, people reading stories of what it was like to live through the 60s and, and through slavery. And, and, and you see these movies that kind of reenact it. And it's like, this is brutal. Yeah. Like, who, who, on, who could ever... So I remember reading uh, recently the story of uh, uh, Ulysses Grant and how he was this dropout, um, near dropout of uh, West Point, like the lowest in his class. It was considered a failure by many, especially his family even. And he became the general of the Union Army. And I remember, you know, reading some, you know, coinciding stories with Lincoln and how he knew that he would win at all costs. And so when Lee... Uh, surrendered. Were they surrendered at? Appomattox Courthouse. Yes, 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 yes. Very good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So he wrote. So Grant rode on a horse named Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Very good. Oh yeah, you told us all this oh, last okay. week. Did I? Well, yeah. that story. It's a weird horse. memory though. 
Well, so he, so he goes to the courthouse and, you know, and, and he says that, he, that Grant was not happy about winning the war because he mm-hmm. wanted to keep fighting. That this was a fight that he believed awesome. in fighting. Great football coach. Even though, <laughs> yes. even though he said that he could never understand how Lee could choose to fight for what he chose to fight mm, for. Interesting. And there's, it's, the quote is so much better than what I just said. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, perspectives. Perspectives and stories. It's, it's so good. Um, yeah. So we, I need to fully introduce my, my uh, attendees here. We're not even talking for like a half an hour. I know. It's called an intro. Yeah, that's, okay. it. that's our intro. <laughs> our intro was so <laughs> Everybody has to talk about it to get all their tests. Exactly. And then we yeah. can move on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when this, I mean, when people are looking back on this podcast, like the posterity, you know, 70 years, 100 years down the road, and they're yeah, like, what, what was the zeitgeist like of people going true. through COVID? That's it's so like, true. They come to this podcast and they learn everything they need to know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we're doing, we're doing the future of service here. And that's what we did. We, we are. are. We are. Great point. Uh, like th- this time of year reminds me so much of the, I mean, of course, the beginning of COVID. And, um, so Ricky and I, we work in healthcare, so we're around patients. So that, that's, that's our business, mm-hmm. is people. Um, so I remember that I never stopped working. Because, mm-hmm. you know, working in hospice, like, it's, it's 24-7. You just mm-hmm. never really stop. You can't say no. Right. Um, but I remember us all being home. And even going to the grocery store was terrifying. No, no, no. Oh. It was terrifying. And we're yeah. like, and like we're stocking up like toilet yeah. paper, whatever we could find. I, know. I used wipes for a solid six months. <laughs> Did you it clog wasn't... your toilets? No, I didn't. I, I knew. That's good. Yeah. I oh, you knew. Ew. Ew. You know. away, like, yeah, you saw them. <laughs> they were right there. That's no. disgusting. <laughs> But um but well, I, like people were telling you to wipe your groceries. I know, like oh my yeah. house. Yeah. We were all freaking out. No one well, and you would go to Mercy and so he would see like patients in Oh sorry. I'm kidding. No one cares. <laughs> okay. But like he would see patients in the well, ICU. Well, yeah, I, I'll never forget the first time that oh I saw gosh. a patient with COVID, yeah. and it was in March. <laughs> and I remember I'm walking in, and I go to the ICU and to visit the patient, and it wasn't the patient who had COVID. And the very next room over, it, they were sealing it off, and there's this dude walking around in like this uh, this air suit. Oh it looked like an astronaut. Like a hazmat suit? Yes, basically. And he's walking around like with so like weird. cleaning, and I'm like, What's going on here? And so, like, I go to, like, you know, the, the nurse at the desk, and she's, like, got everything on. And I'm like, do you guys have a COVID patient? She's like, yeah. We got and a first one. You show our apartment to drink some bourbon and come yeah. give me a hug. Because mm-hmm. you got to spread the joy. <laughs> so then That's he would wild. come in. Yeah. He would strip his clothes say, down. Oh, I remember it. I remember yeah. it. I remember he would that. wash them and go get in the shower immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so but I'll, I'll never forget during that time how there was... The information was so wild. I remember, I remember you would there was go. No truth at this point. There's yeah. It was just absolute chaos. Yeah, yeah, it was really sad. Well, then you would see like these videos of nurses walking through the hallways of like some bigger cities in Spain. I remember Spain was one, mm-hmm. and they're walking through and like there's people everywhere Spain just gasping for breath. Oh, it's horrible. And in, and and in that and like with with that, it seems like 
it seems like the the evolution of this virus like just continued to like weaken and weaken and weaken over time and then they, that's what viruses do they they weaken so they can spread i guess yeah not that i'm a virus i'm not yeah. uh, expert. don't fact check games i know i know, <laughs> I know so, right yeah. don't don't look it up yeah. <laughs> but it seemed at first it was really really just brutal and and like the people who who got it i mean it was terrible like when they were in the icus but um yeah. i'll never forget in the the early months like going to see patients and I remember the first time I had to go see a COVID patient I'm uh, I'm at the hospital and I got all my stuff on and I'm like I'm not gonna wuss out like I gotta I'm trying to like talk myself up for this and I'm like is it worth it I gotta go home to my family um I wish this is my job I can't say no so I'm standing there trying to debate this and there is this nurse who is like half my height walks out of the room got all of her stuff on she like like before she left she's like hugging the patient holding their hand like doing everything she can making them comfortable laughing smiling comes out of the room takes her stuff off and just goes right about washes her in all of that and i'm like yeah i can do that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then at that moment like of course in the moment it's terrifying because it's like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh there's this deadly virus that i'm like face to face with but then this person this human being has it as well yeah. And so after that, it's kind of like, okay, I can do this. I can live with this. I can, mm-hmm. you know, and then you, you gradually become a little numb to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you don't want your family to get it. And I'll never forget after that. It was a, literally a couple of days after that very instance. I'll never forget this. I'm driving home from, from the hospital another night, a separate occasion. And I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I roll down the windows and I'm like, I can't catch my breath. And um and I get home and it was the middle of the night cuz I was on call. I get home, I sh- I strip off everything. I'm showering all of that. That's I lay on the couch. I'm like, I can't go to bed. I can't share this. And I'm like sitting there thinking like I'm going to die. Like oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, and I did not have it. I got tested. I didn't have it. Yeah. yeah. You've definitely never been dramatic about anything before. So <laughs> I'm shocked to hear this. <laughs> I know it's called you out. That, that is um, yeah, no, I I remember exactly feeling that way. But um, oh we gosh. we would get tested every week at at work, and wow. um, we got anybody's test very early in the pandemic just to see if we had it. I'd be very curious to know what it was like at like six months into it, but we got it really early. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, then we got an opportunity to do the vaccine. I don't think there's nearly enough research out for the vaccine. But at this point, it was like, hey, you know what? Uh, I want to continue doing my job and my livelihood. So it's like, don't mm-hmm. really have a choice. Mm-hmm. You got the vaccine too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably factored into it as well. But Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember, like, obviously I'm in a different field, so... Uh, even as like a physical therapist, all my friends were still working, but like being in private practice, like we had, we were kind of blessed. Like we didn't have to work. We could do it all virtually, Um, you know? Um, so I definitely did not have the same experience as a lot of my other friends did in healthcare, but I remember getting an email from like my, um, like physical therapy association that basically said like your city may need your help. Mm-hmm. so please like provide this information like if your local hospitals like um yeah they need like extra help or whatever and I was like holy crap Reeve like like should I do this like I, I felt almost like 
you know, I had a duty. Yeah. And like, I, I was trained for this and like, I not trained for like a pandemic, but like, you know, I have a certain service that I can give to people that I'm like, yeah, this would be really beneficial. Like I worked with vent patients, like all throughout my internship and things like that. And so I was like, oh yeah, hands on. Like I know how to do this stuff. Um, so yeah, anyway, I definitely felt like during that time as a healthcare provider, I kind of felt helpless in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so for sure when the vaccine came out, I didn't really even think twice about it. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, I definitely need to do this to, you know, one, like as a healthcare provider, we just believe in, in the science, you know, we believe that like vaccines work and herd immunity is a thing and, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, and to protect my patients that I see, my pregnant women and my postpartum women and, you know, who are vulnerable, like mm-hmm. I had to do that, you know? So, yeah. I, I think you voiced something that a lot of healthcare folks felt is they felt helpless. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I think that even, um, whether they're the nurses or the chaplains on my team or the mm-hmm. social workers... Um, so many of us just work from home. We had the, mm-hmm. the, the, the luxury and the blessing to work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go to patients when we could, but majority of people at places wouldn't let us in. Mm-hmm. So we just had like this feeling of just this general, just helplessness. Like, we just, we just were useless. Mm-hmm. Um, even in um, my most useless state, uh, there's this... Um, there's a story you've heard of the giving tree that the book the giving tree mm-hmm. and they just keeps chopping away at it until this you know yeah. like, just take everything yeah mm-hmm. well there's another story that i really love um it's a it's a i think it's a japanese so i'm mixing all these up i think there's a japanese story of a, a tree a useless tree and this guy has this tree uh on his you know by his home and it's just it's useless and so the tree like spirals so like and it just goes up and no plants grow on it. It's not good for shade. You can't mm-hmm. cut it down because it's not useful for building anything because everything's twisted and warped. And he kicks the tree and he looks at it and he goes, man, this tree is just, it's just, it's useless. It's useless. So he kept coming back to it. Well, finally one day he was kicking it and he was just so exhausted and he sits down and he leans up against it. And mm-hmm. so and the moral of the story is that even the most useless thing we can lean against sometimes for support. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I think of my profession, you know, it, it's kind of like, man, I just feel so useless. Like there's people dying, people dealing with things that I'm so blessed that I don't have to deal with right now. And, yeah. and it's like, I feel so useless. But for a second, they can lean against me if they need to and, uh, and maybe be a support. Yeah, that's good. But yeah. yeah, that's really good. It's beautiful. I, I feel yeah. that a lot in, in my job too, that like I always... It's really cheesy, <laughs> but um, like before I leave the house, like I always just like pray, like God, I just want them to encounter you today. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a vessel. Like if they walk out having an experience of you in that room, like I don't. I, that's all I want. You know, and so um, I mean, I have really wonderful patients. Like they're all very, very lovely women, um, and so. They do open up to me a lot, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, like I just think, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. But <laughs> no, 
Well, you get to serve in a different way. It's yeah. not necessarily just like the yeah, physical think, therapy. Yeah, like you get to also point. kind of like yeah. counsel people. I mean, not that mm-hmm. you're necessarily like that's your job, but like I mean, yeah, during true. these times, it's nice to just have someone to talk to. And a lot of yeah, people just wanted to get stuff true. off their chest, and like, who better to do that when you're locked in close proximity with someone for an hour? <laughs> like, true. You know, you're gonna yeah. talk. You gotta talk about stuff, and people are going through a lot of stuff, and sometimes you were the yeah, you were the true. person that they need to lean on. So. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. be more than just a physical That's therapist. Right. You got to, yeah, yeah, be an emotional, Thank emotional you. support for those people too. Which is, just, I mean, you help them through a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny though, because I remember like, I remember going back to the beginning of all that when people were like get groceries and they'd like take Lysol wipes, scrub down like every single thing they got, and I, like just the knowledge that's yeah, like from the start of this yeah, to like now, knowledge. where yeah. it's like clearly now I. Don't fact check this again, but like I think it's widely accepted <laughs> that this is generally like an airborne virus where it's like yeah. it can be yeah. aerosol and like you know droplets and stuff like that. That's how it can be contracted, but like yeah. it's not necessarily as much like you know I I gotta wash my hands thirty times a day yeah. and I can't touch a doorknob or whatever. I live like, on surfaces for right, hours. like it's gonna come on my Amazon right. package. Like should right. I like spray my? I, right. I remember one time I got an Amazon pack like the day one of this pandemic and I like sprayed it down with Lysol. Uh-huh. I was like that seems like kind of a ridiculous thing to do at this point. Like yeah. I'm just gonna not get close to people and breathe in the same air as them and we didn't know take some vitamin yeah. d and vitamin c and yeah. call yeah. it a day but i don't know i just think it's funny to think back at like how we responded to this stuff on like the early days mm-hmm. and like how we're thinking about it now like i think mm-hmm. even still t- like today being safe about it is like it's a completely different approach i don't know i guess we were kind of in panic mode still whereas like let's just like wipe everything down cleanse everything and people yeah. are still doing that at restaurants and stuff which i think is funny yeah. like You'll see restaurants spraying down tables left and right, making sure yeah. everything is sanitized and all yeah. that. Like, well, you don't think that's just the perception, yeah. probably, of people probably going is, into. Yeah. Like, they want they to just want people seen. to think that it's clean. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah it is kind of interesting seeing, like, how the pandemic, like, set a theme for for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And this, like, like you described, like, a, it was literally, like, a panic mode with everything that happened, like... From the virus to the race riots to yeah. the election, yeah. everything felt panicky, and then yeah. it goes back to like I also felt like insanely useless through the whole mm. the whole situation. Like right. I remember yeah. watching the race riots on TV and just crying. Like I was just so sad for America, for people, for like everything that we were like going through this year, and mm. like. I don't know, I guess it's like a white female. It's like, oh my gosh, like I just feel like so helpless and like all of that. Yeah. That that that's that's so interesting. Um yeah. I, I think that, that I think that the George Floyd case mm-hmm. um was something that white people could watch and say, That's wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, that was the that that's something that you just was unjustifiable that, you know, white people can watch, you know, some of the other shootings, some of the other instances throughout the years and say like, maybe say like, Oh, maybe this or that George Floyd, I think for me, you know, was the first time that we could watch that as a white person and say, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you stop and it just shakes your foundation and say, mm-hmm. yeah, this has been going on a long time. Well, that's another thing. Like I was saying, like trying to see it from other people's perspective. Like if you view, I remember listening to like some show or some podcast about like at this time, 
by actually it was Arian Foster of all people who's like a running back for the Houston Texans and he was talking about this and he's like the things that offend white people about like the national anthem like kneeling for the national anthem mm-hmm. and the flag and it's like disrespecting the flag and all this but like to to them it's like the flag is not the symbol of freedom and the symbol mm-hmm. of like justice it's like a almost a symbol of oppression and it's yeah. like us kneeling for this it's like it doesn't mean the same thing to us as it does to to you guys like it's not the same thing it's not offensive Mm -hmm. to like our freedom because that's never meant freedom for us it's meant oppression and like you know hurt and like pain it's just a different i don't know i think like you were saying like the dichotomy of seeing things from both sides and like being able to understand different points of view is so critical especially for topics like this because it's like it's impossible to like be in their shoes in this situation but i think like the george floyd case brought to lights like you know the point that you can't like hide from this anymore. You can't look right. the other way. Right. It's so egregious that it's like you have to at least try to understand what these people are going through, even if it's like not necessarily happening directly to them. But like you can just, you have to be able to understand like that this kind of you know behavior and injustice is unacceptable. And it's like people would argue for like that. Well, yeah, well like the black on black violence in Chicago is crazy, and you know they don't like black lives don't matter then and whatever. It's like. If you are a black man in Chicago and you murder another black man in Chicago on video, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt about it. You get arrested. You mm-hmm. go to jail, you know, probably for a long, long time. But then you see this white cop that does mm-hmm. the same exact thing. Yeah. And nothing happens. Yeah. And it's like, they don't, you know, at that point, like, I mean, it's not like you wanted anything more than just to, like, be mm-hmm. treated remotely equally. Yeah. Like, it's not like you wanted, you know, that people didn't want, like, these radical, drastic measures. They just, like... If you murder someone on camera, go to jail, just like everyone else in the world does. It's like, we don't need, you know, no one needs special treatment, you know, you know, just like be treated remotely equal. And I think that George Floyd's case was like the straw that broke the camel's back and kind of like yeah. mm-hmm. made everyone, forced everyone to realize that like that's the case. And I don't know, I'm, I'm still surprised that it was so polarizing, you know, in some respects that like people are yeah. claiming like these pre, pre-existing yeah. conditions that he had that like mm-hmm. are responsible for like, well, you know, he had like a... He had fentanyl in his system, or he had like a heart condition. It's like, are you, mm-hmm. are you serious? Yeah. Like, did you watch? Didn't the even video? something come yeah. out that say that he had COVID or something or tested positive? Yeah. For uh, months, oh months or something before uh, that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's but ridiculous. I think that that's what shows. Like twenty twenty was such a tumultuous year, and mm-hmm. you know you've got mm-hmm. pandemic mm-hmm. and then racial and then election. You know, and mm-hmm. I think people's mental health. And the things yeah. that people were dealing with. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember, like, I don't really deal with, like, that kind of stuff. And I remember, like, having panic attacks at night and, like, waking you up and thinking, yeah. like, yeah. this is a lot, yes. you know? Yeah. Plus working, plus having kids at home because yeah. they're doing school. Yeah. And it was yeah. just a very, like, uh, crazy year. The, yeah. the, stable, the seemingly stable pillars of our... Uh, culture and civilization were moved. Yeah. So and the, the, our reality was, was, was shaken. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, everything that I do changed. Mm-hmm. And it changed for everyone. So what does this look like for all of my beliefs? And so, and I, and I think that that's kind of like um, a, a big part of the mental health issue is that if this is shaken, what else is going to be shaken? Mm-hmm. Like, is everything that I believe about my existence in the universe factual? Mm-hmm. And because it's being tested. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I feel like we could talk about the I racial know. stuff I know. so really much. Could. Yeah. So but cool. maybe we like make it lighthearted and we end with movie trivia. We can keep going. Like, I can do this all night. <laughs> yes. So this is about movies. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of transition segue. I haven't even that. introduced. I did a no, full yeah, it's been a long intro. <laughs> I know. It's been a really long intro. Anyway, so um, Ricky, Dr. Ricky. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to own it. That. Own that. You have a doctor. Dude. Yeah. You're a doctor. <laughs> so we can. People at work will call me out sometimes. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just Ricky. <laughs> Not doctor. It's fine. We do a shout out. Shout out for ele- Elevate Physical elevate Therapy. Elevate Physical Therapy. Yes. There we go. Come see her. Come see her. Only if you're a woman. Only if you're a woman. Because it's for women. Or changing to a woman. I also see those as well. Stay woke. Stay, Stay woke. woke. And Reeve Hoover just brokered a big deal, so we're celebrating tonight. Oh, yeah. Brokered. <laughs> I don't know what we're calling it. Yeah. That's, that's the proper the word. I should go look know. up the definition for that. <laughs> the weller is running dry. Oh, we're going to refill. We're going to refill. So, Reeve works for Roebling Suspension Bridge. Suspension Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Construction worker on the bridge. <laughs> You're not doing about. a very good job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Crossing the bridge. It's, un- it's unreal. I don't want to talk about this because it makes me so mad. But it's fine. Rose just closed for like nine months, and now it's closed for another ten months. Oh, we're painting. Hey, they're painting it. Oh, my gosh. It's not, not we're, not, we're not bringing negative energy into the podcast. You're right. No negativity here. Okay. Roebling Investing. Capital Partners. Capital Partners. <laughs> Private Equity Group out of Cincinnati. So if you got some uh, money, go invest it with them. Yes. There you go. <laughs> 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 if you have any, Okay. Question number one. Oh, we're, we're jumping right into it. We're jumping. prepare myself first? Right into it. So <laughs> former quarantine trivia movie edition. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You did the, how, did you, how did you do this pre- I know. Were you I bored? did. You just uh, had this on the shelf, ready to go for like a year. So for we started doing Zoom calls every week. Oh, I feel like I remember you telling me. Yeah, that. and so it was a you know it was a rough time. So to make uh, so to encourage laughter and positivity, You're just a spark of light for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we had quarantine trivia. Are we going to be able to like get any of these? Are these your ridiculous trivia questions that are like so in depth? It's it's the opposite. It's like super easy. No, we'll see. We'll judge that. What was the The question that you had last time about like Lady when Lady Gaga was like? Elton John's kids oh, got yeah. like I know. Lady He's like, you should know this. I'm like, yeah. no, I shouldn't. Is that common knowledge? I said oh, Tina yeah. Turner. Tina <laughs> Turner. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, That's funny. I, did, okay. I did crush those music ones, though. Okay, well, those are movies, so. <laughs> All right, All right let's song. go, let's go. All right, question one. What is the highest grossing movie of all time oh. when taking inflation into oh, account? Gone with Wind. Yes. Oh, I, I say Titanic. I was gonna say Titanic too. Oh yeah. But I feel like we talked about that. Not taking inflation to account as Avengers Endgame. Okay. That's wow. Okay. Really wow. weird. If you're right. Good job. Good job. Okay. You have to like hold for okay, a second. Sorry. Nobody I, can process that. I wasn't, I wasn't that like hundred percent sure that was correct. <laughs> okay. So I just like threw in one out. There. But you do this sometimes. So I'm sorry. <laughs> try to reel your really intelligent brain in and let we, the rest oh of us catch up. Do a marriage I was just thinking that. <laughs> we should have done it earlier. Uh, no, everyone. we did a COVID podcast. I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Question two. This is a quote. A three-hour podcast. No, no. <laughs> We're going into marriage after this. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Okay, this is a quote. Mama always said dying was a part of life. I sure wish it wasn't. 
Mama. What movie is this from? Mama always said dying was a part of life. I sure wish it wasn't. What year did it come out? I don't know, but I have a second clue if we need it. Mm. And I think we need it. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you know? No. Okay. I don't know either. And Mama also said, life was like a box of chocolate. Oh. oh. But I don't remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> Where the guy was running. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, shoot. Reeve, tag, tag, there you go. Oh. <laughs> I like how you waited. <laughs> All right, question three. Okay, this is a good one. The stage play, Everybody Comes to Rick's, was adapted for the screen to become what 1942 Best Picture winner? Hmm. Everybody Comes to Rick's. Yes. And has the best quote of... Casablanca. Yeah, Casablanca. Reeve. It's 1942 <gasps> Best Picture. Everyone knows what that was. Obviously not. <laughs> the best quote, one of my favorites of all time, is, of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. It's so good. I love that. Oh, that is cute. <laughs> okay, another quote. Oh. Life uh, finds a way. Life finds a way. Oh, Jurassic Park! Nice. Yay! Yay! Yeah! All right! Good job. I'm so, okay, question five. It's another quote. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. I, I talked about this movie earlier. I don't know. You did. We're going to need a bigger boat? Yeah. I oh, I referenced this like three hours ago. We're going to need a bigger boat. Titanic? <laughs> no, 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 that's funny. <laughs> that would have helped That's actually really funny. <laughs> oh. That would have been a good line in that movie. Reed? Jaws. Very good. Oh. You did oh. talk about that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fill in the blank. I have an A, B, C, and D answer for this. Okay. I love the smell of blank. Napalm in the morning. Yes. Let's very go. Very good. Apocalypse Wait, Now. Yes. Yes. Oh I've never even heard of that movie. It's Robert Duvall saying that. That's a great, that's one of the most legendary movie quotes of all time. True. Apocalypse true. Now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Martin Sheen, Marlon Brando. Is it a funny movie? No. no. Oh. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's sad if I've seen it. Oh, Okay, this is an easy one. Say hello to my little friend, Scarface. Nice. No. What year? Um, what year? We're getting really granular with Reed. So Close. <laughs> what was it? 83. Really? Uh. Okay, question eight. Okay, this is also from a Guns N' Roses song. What we've got <laughs> here is failure to communicate. That was, I, I could have finished o- that Apollo? Quote. No, what? No, it's a... Apollo 13. <laughs> Wait, what's that movie? Yeah. I just want to stay. Oh, what's that? Armageddon. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. No. Oh. <laughs> I just really think stupid for no reason. Oh my gosh. This is Wait, say it again? Not that I even know. What we've I know got how we said it too. What oh. we've got here is a fake. I don't like this. This is the part, this is the intro to Civil War for Guns N' Roses. What's the song of the day? The <laughs> song of the day. Is it, oh god! I need another minor hit here. I don't have any. Should we go with an answer? Is it who is who is uh, the actor saying this? I don't know. Okay. Reeve, I feel like you would do really well on Jeopardy. Yeah. Yes, I say yes, that all the time. Absolutely, hundred percent. He is so good at Jeopardy. Who, it's weird. Cool hand, Luke. Oh, actually, I wouldn't know. 
But you, you should is that a movie? That. Is that George? Cool Luke? It's a movie. Oh. Oh, what's his name? Okay, here's another quote. I got two if we need them. <laughs> People get up every day, tell themselves something's going to change their lives. Fight club. They never do. No. No? Oh. Another quote. No matter how much you change, you still have to pay the price for the things you've done. So I've got a long road, but I know I'll see you again this side or the other. Ben is Affleck. it a really old movie? I was going to say. No. Oh, ben, Affleck. ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. The town is Boston. Oh, Boston? Mm-hmm. The town is Boston. Um, the bank robbers. Isn't it called the town? Yeah. What? <laughs> Did I say the town is Boston? Actually, <laughs> I hate myself. that's a really good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. I don't think movie. I've ever seen it. Uh-huh. Have so I? good. I don't know if you have. That's a good movie. Isn't that with Jeremy Renner? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Isn't John Hamm in that? I don't oh, remember. I don't know. He is. I like Jeremy Renner because he was the guy in that one army movie, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Locker. He's in the tank. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, question Tim. We're almost there. What was the first feature length animated movie ever released? Oh, uh, Snow White. Very good. Oh my gosh. In The Matrix, does Neo take the blue pill or the red pill? It's a 50 50. Blip. No. It's red. It's red. <laughs> 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 one time I say anything. And what 1976 thriller does Robert De Niro famously say? You talking to me? We watched the trailer for this many times recently. Oh, all I remember him is in Meet the Fockers. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so offensive. Oh! Robert De Niro's in Meet the Fockers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't this Taxi Driver? Yeah. yeah. Very good. You talking oh, to me? Oh, yeah. Taxi Driver. That movie looks weird. I've never seen it. Have you? No. Have you seen The Irishman? Yeah. I feel like we need to watch that. The Irishman is like three and a half hours long. And I think it's going to go down as like an elite movie in like 15 years. Did we watch that together, watch that. or did you watch it by yourself? I don't know. You probably watched like 20 minutes and fell asleep. <laughs> That's not that right. That's <laughs> the story of my life, too. Okay, in Risky Business, what song did Tom Cruise yeah. famously lip-sync to? Old Time Rock and Roll. By? I'm, I can't believe you got this. Um, this is just additional. Just a guy's name, right? <laughs> Bob. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Seeger. Seeger. That's, <laughs> That's impressive, though. Bob Dylan. Okay, what is the highest, <laughs> highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? Ooh. Highest oh. grossing R-rated movie of mm-hmm. all time? Hmm. Titanic. <laughs> is it rated R? I guess it is rated R. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I just keep saying Probably Titanic. Is. is this like a... <laughs> it's recent. It is? Oh, really? Yeah, it's recent, yeah. Wow. What year? Oh. Passion of the Christ. Is it R? I don't know. I just said that. No. I think that is R, actually. It's a DC movie. It's a Marvel movie? DC. Oh, wait, DC. Was it like... I think it's a DC movie. Dark Knight wasn't no. rated R, was it? I was thinking Batman, but no. Same genre. or same. Spider-Man? No, oh, was it Man of Steel or whatever? What are the other DC movies? I mean, and what's rated R? Is Joker DC? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dog, you that. knew that. Yeah. yeah. 
I totally forgot that forget that would even be within that category because yeah, it's a dark spin, you know, yeah. on it. I, I never saw that. Movie. Did you see it? I did. It was very, it was very, it showed a very real glimpse into mental, mental health. health. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. Reef had to watch it without me. I was like, I don't think it's I could fantastic. watch that. I, I didn't watch that's it. good. De Niro's in that, too. Yeah. Who? De Niro's in oh, that. He is? Yeah. He's in everything, I feel huh. like. He's in the, uh, the very end, uh, the very yeah. Big just moment. makes cameos. Huge moment. Yeah. <laughs> Question 15. This movie was incorrectly announced as the winner of La the La Land. Everyone knows that. How does he do that? Yeah. Okay, finish the question because I don't know It's this. a long question. So it was incorrectly announced as the winner of the Best Picture of 2017 Academy oh. Awards. Oh, no. With That's horrible. It That's has horrible. these quotes. We stumbled on a view... Wait, so who actually won it? Mm. We're all looking at you. 2016? 2017. I think it was 2016. Oh, was it? That might be a typo. I think you're right. It was 2016. I want to say that was a... How do you, like, not read the right name? I know. That's happened before. Horrible, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Sit down. Like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I don't know what 2016 was. I don't know. I'll look it up. So the year we graduated from college. Oh. Okay, it was. We're gonna wait. We're gonna wait for Reeve to look this up. Well, How many more questions do you have? Five, and they're bonus <laughs> rounds, so they mean more. When he's over it. I just continue. I'll, I'll look it up. All right. <laughs> Bonus points. I know that. Oh, that was Spotlight's here. I think that's when Spotlight. Leo. Spotlight. Oh, it's good. That's a good movie. Yeah. Wow. I don't. Did I see that? I love. Yeah. It's with the uh, the Boston oh, the Globe. Catholic Church. Rachel McAdams is in it. Oh, yeah. Josh loves her for her personality. For her personality. Yeah. The, that this podcast is not to talk about those things. You want to go? Yeah. You want to go look up the Peloton app? <laughs> he said he was very motivating. Yeah, you were really yeah, I was excited excited extremely about that. motivated. I apologize for any. I think Dad thought you were like dead serious. I know. <laughs> it was weird. Well, yeah, I, that was. <laughs> that dude. I don't know if we're talking about the same guy, but he was. Probably. He did a special so ride wow. for Michael Jordan when that whole series was going on, and I did the ride. You want to keep talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most animated I've seen. This is the most energetic I've seen. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Bonus round. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got to keep this going. This is fun stuff. So, this is a quote. I have two of them. Name this movie. Play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Well, it sounds like an old movie. And here's looking at you, kid. Oh, is this all from the same movie? Yes. Casablanca? Yeah. Is it? No, it is. <laughs> Yay! No. Good job, babe. Yeah. Wow. Nice one. Okay. Good uh, job, Winnie. He's a twofer. Twofer. Twofer <laughs> people. All right, here we go. Quote, A bit of madness is key to give us new colors to see. Who knows where it will lead us, and that's why they need us. That's like Dr. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, that's what I was thinking too. Wow, that's, that's interesting. Okay, here's another one. Same movie. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. Here's to the ones who dream, foolish as it may seem. Here's to the hearts that ache. La La Land? Yeah. I was going to say, this has to be yeah, a Yeah, this is a song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two, for two, the audience two. out there in 
Posterity, Josh's favorite movie ever is La La Land. Yeah, it's La La Land, yeah. if you have not I guessed. Yeah. Actually, I think the song of the podcast has to be La La Land. It was last Marty. time. <laughs> I think it was. Oh, no. <laughs> I love you for listening to that. Oh, my um, gosh. No joke. Quarantine Thanksgiving this year was one of my favorite. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to do anything. <laughs> we didn't do anything. Um, I think my grandparents so made... Nice. Uh, dinner for us. Oh yeah, because they had it we in had their the house for the entire That's family. Right. Oh when yeah. Jack's got COVID. Jack's had COVID. Yeah. Jack's faked COVID. <laughs> faked a positive test. And yeah. we, no joke, we we had dinner, watched a little bit of football, and then watched La La Land. That was the best thing. How many times? How many times have you seen La La Land? It's it's quite over under seven and a half. Oh, oh definitely under. close to ten. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, Are yeah. you watching without me? Oh. <laughs> Plenty of times, probably. Oh my it's god. It's such a good movie. That's when so you like weird. something, you just keep Do you like Ryan Gosling a lot? I do. You see your dude? I do like Ryan Gosling. I like Ryan Gosling. I like the story of it, though. The story's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that girl on there? What's her name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I see, just feel like Erica looks like her. Nice. I can see that. Yeah. Reeve thinks yeah. that they're identical twins. It freaks me out, their their facial expression. I don't think, like, in movies she looks like her, but, like, in still pictures, I can see it. Oh, yeah. You know Maybe. nothing? What movie could you watch, like, repetitively? What movie? Yeah. Like, a lot of. Ooh. Oh, wait. I don't know. Inception? No, that's, like, once a, that's like a once-a-year movie, probably. Oh. You wanted to watch it again, yeah. I know. I just wanted to experience it all over again. That was good. I don't know what movie I could watch nonstop. Mm-hmm. Probably have to be something, like, stupid and funny. Yeah. Like, I watched Anger Management. Anger Management. I was going to say that. As, like, a teenager, probably, like, every You're week. You're obsessed with that movie. That is so funny. That's hilarious. Funny. I don't know, but I feel like movies these days, when I'm taking them, like, more seriously as, like, artwork, you know? Mm. I can't watch them, like, constantly. Because then they, like, <laughs> right. lose their... Yeah. They lose their no, watch. You gotta have that, like, fresh experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Inception was good again, because I hadn't seen it since, like, 2010. Mm. That's true. That's true. Is that with Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. Can I watch that? that we like watched Shutter Island. Whatever. We did. We, we haven't watched Inception. We watched Shutter Island. Okay. Which I could watch that. That's over. a. That's a. Shutter yeah, Island. That's a good movie too. Sure. That's a yeah. weird movie. It is weird. But that's the that's the kind of movie like the first. It's never gonna be as good as the first time. You see yeah, it. that's because so once true. you know the the gig, like what it's happens. Like, yeah. yeah. Like like what was that movie when we were younger? The Sixth Sense. Like uh, no yeah. end of that oh, movie. Yes. You can't ever watch it again. Um, I know we were obsessed with that movie. I know. As kids. It's, it's weird. So weird. The stuff we loved when we were kids is very strange. I know. It explains why I have anxiety now. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't watch any scary movies I know, ever. I can't yeah, what was up with your your mom and like oh, making you watch these horror movies all the time? We loved it. You we hate would, them now, though. I know. <laughs> I hate them. I know. So Erica funny. still loves it. I cannot so do it. Weird. I don't think Winnie was ever into it, though. Mm-mm. Or we go, like, hang out with your mom or whatever when we were in high school. And we she'd be like, yeah, paranormal. let's watch, like... The paranormal shows. Yeah, at best. Like, at worst, it was something, like, way scarier than that. Yeah. That was terrifying. Isn't that weird? <laughs> oh, like, the ring? Like, that girl who had, like, the black uh-huh. She just had that on repeat. Okay. freaky. And then our first date... What the did they bring kind. over? Yes, fourth kind. So bizarre. And Amityville Horror, didn't I? No, it was oh, like, what a Amityville day. Horror. Honey, Weird. Honey in Connecticut. That's hilarious. Honey in Connecticut. Yes. Gosh, so bizarre. Super romantic. <laughs> Super bizarre. <laughs> you did put your arm around me, though. Yeah. Oh. Was I know. Start of something beautiful. At age 14. I just like tonight how, like, Dad, like, insinuated how you broke up. 
I know. I, mean, I was like, why did I, mean, I almost said something? I was like, why do we? Well, it's about? like there is something to be said there, though. If we want to quickly transition into this, oh. not real. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But like, I don't know. If you like, if something, if you like, let something go and it comes uh-huh. back, the cliche is like that it was meant to be. You know. So I don't know. That's if true. It's, yeah. That's true. If you could have it like twice in one lifetime, it's like clearly. That is true. It was meant to happen. That's true. You know. Knew it. Yeah, we knew. This is what we wanted. Yeah, for yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. To be fair, we all wanted it. I know. Yeah. Josh what did you was, say? Josh was always team me. I was always team me. Yeah. Yes. No matter how hard you tried, not Josh had my back. It's true. No, no, he didn't try. What percent responsible is Josh for our marriage? Uh, there's a perc- that's at, at least, least one. Thirty. At least one. <laughs> <laughs> one whole percent in there. Sure, I'll take that. I'll never forget the day you sat outside our condo in your black Audi, listening to Blink-182. I'm like, you better marry this SSD. When was this? Wait, that's weird. Oh, I, I was I there or were you just saying that? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did the, like, getting back together. Like, he did not want to get back together. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do some so work. <laughs> it was very hard. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was like done with it. He did not want to go back to it. I was a single man rookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very awkward because I was like, Are you, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> just expect to walk back to my life and I I just pick back up where we left off when we were 16. Well, yeah. Like, what, what was the turning point? Why did you get back together? I don't know. That's a good question. I honestly don't remember that much of like what happened. I know. After college. I know. It, it kind of blurs together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it was honestly your parents, because I think he was really worried about, like, what they would think about mm. us getting back together. And I feel like I went over there for dinner. Maybe, was it your birthday? Anyway. No idea. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And it went really well. <laughs> I think I think that's when you were like, okay, I'm okay with this. What I think you needed like maybe your I feel like you also like had this transition, obviously, because you were like eighteen the last time I saw you, and then you were like twenty something the next okay, time. Okay, no, I wasn't. No, but not. I'm saying you were like a lot more mature and down to earth, <laughs> and it was like a different, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We had a different. We like knew each other really well still, but had this like different relationship, which was like much more mature and adult, and it wasn't as much like you know puppy lovey type like. High school relationship. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It was a different. And you could, like, at some it's point, I was like, oh, this is, like, a new thing. This is, you know, mature. And I could see this being, like, forever, obviously. Mm-hmm. And now it is. Mm-hmm. But back to the movie. Yeah, well, sorry. Speaking of perspective, though, so what's really funny is, so I was, you know, only child all of my life. And so <laughs> when Whitney comes into, you know, the picture, so does Ricky, you know? And so when, that you sucks. know. For you. Wow. <laughs> Ricky was like, what, 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. How old Wait, how old were you? Well, 21 when we first got married. So when you were 20 when we met. That's you right. eight years apart. That's that 12. Math. Yeah. That math is tough. Yeah. That is tough. Anyway, but, well, somewhere around there. Yeah. So she anyway. She over to our condo. She was, yeah. yeah and I so <laughs> Ricky like, essentially nice. felt like a, like a little sister type deal. Mm-hmm. And then... um. I really appreciated that. Like I, I enjoyed that so much, and then and enjoy it so much, and and then I'll never forget 
went the night that you guys had your rehearsal wedding dinner yeah. party at my Trio. car got destroyed yes. by damage. Yes. Oh my goodness. I'll never forget this this feeling. So it was the craziest thing. So it reminds me of like when we were walking out. So Winnie and I we eloped in Columbus at a place called Weddings R Us. <laughs> this this beautiful, <laughs> wonderful lesbian minister Mary. <laughs> It was wonderful. That's awesome. So I'll never forget that feeling. So we're walking out to your cougar. Yeah. 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 And I remember walking out and I'm like, every day for the rest of my life, I get to be with my best friend. Like it's, it was the, I I can't even put words. I'm going to try to put words. I've been like, to this feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get every day. I get to be with my best friend. And I'll never forget.